fast. Henry had to be alert because he took unexpected shortcuts through alleys and backyards. Henry's leg began to weaken as if it was hollow inside, and he limped a bit but was able to keep the old man in sight most of the time. Finally, they arrived at a section of town Henry had never visited before. Old ruined buildings leaned against each other as if for support. Down the street, young guys hung out in front of a bar room, matching coins they tossed in the air. The old man stopped at a store that appeared to be vacant. The windows were painted black, and there was no sign above the big front window where a sign should be. The old man put down his black bag and leaned against the window frame as if catching his breath. Then he tipped his cap again, picked up the black bag, and knocked at the door. He disappeared inside as the door opened. Henry rubbed his chin and kicked at a tin can on the sidewalk. Curiosity itched him like a mosquito bite. He saw the guys in front of the barroom staring at him, suspending their game with the coins. Noting a narrow alley next to the vacant store, Henry cautiously made his way toward it, then dashed into the alley. He emerged at the far end into a bleak landscape of sagging fire escapes, overflowing rubbish barrels and abandoned furniture like debris from a shipwreck. A gray rat squirted between two piles of old wooden crates. A newly painted red door drew his attention, no doubt the back door to the store the old man had entered. Stealthily, feeling like an actor in a Saturday afternoon movie serial, Henry advanced toward the door and tried the handle, gently but firmly. The door didn't open. After glancing around to see if he was being observed, or if the barroom guys had followed him, Henry leaned over and looked in the keyhole. A foolish action, of course, sensible in a movie but ridiculous in real life. As expected, he saw nothing. Suddenly, the door swung open, and Henry almost fell on his behind, his jaw dropping in surprise as a huge man, a giant of a man, appeared in the doorway. "'What are you doing here?' the giant bellowed, his voice like the wind of a hurricane. Henry couldn't speak, helpless before the giant. "'What are you snooping around for?' the giant demanded, stepping forward, which made Henry scurry backward, causing him to trip this time and fall to his knees. He winced as pain shot through his healed kneecap, and he wondered, have I broken it again? The giant towered above him, suffocatingly, his bare arms bulging with muscles, his legs like tree trunks. The pain in Henry's knee went away, leaving the hollowness. He was dismayed to find his cheeks wet with tears. "'Hey, I'm not going to hurt you,' the giant said, his voice suddenly gentle. "'Did you hurt yourself when you fell down?' Henry shook his head as he got to his feet, wiping at the tears on his face. "'You want to see what's going on inside?' the giant asked. "'Is that it?' Henry tried to shake his head but couldn't move a muscle. He wanted nothing to do with this giant, gentle voice or not. What if he was crazy like the old man? I didn't mean to scare you, boy, the giant said, a sad smile revealing big, jagged teeth. But we have trouble here with some of the neighborhood wise guys. Scrambling to his feet, Henry looked up into the giant's eyes for a moment, soft brown eyes that were full of regret, then tore himself away.
stumbling, the giant's voice trailing behind him as he ran for the alley. Wait, don't go! But Henry kept going, grateful that his bad leg was strong and sturdy again as he ran through the alley. Later, making his way home, he was sorry that he hadn't gone into the store. He wondered if he would ever find out what the old man was doing inside the place, or what his black bag contained.